0: Let's cut to the chase. It's all about grace guys. This is Jenna Chase coming back around with another episode. Here we go. I would really love to share with y'all today just a couple points on Waiting Well Part 2. Just a few more things that I've learned along my journey and I am still learning you guys this about this topic specifically because Waiting well is something, (laughs) even hearing it, I don't know about y'all, sometimes I cringe just feeling with that feeling, but also I'm starting to see the richness of it more so than the cringiness of it because I'm starting to understand it a little bit better piece by piece. So I just want to share today a couple pieces that God has revealed to me about waiting and the value So there are a couple things I want to start with. There's two things I've especially noticed uh, as I've been like, God, why am I waiting on this? What am I supposed to be doing with my time? And I notice I especially get concerned and have question marks uh, when I am not doing a lot with my time, when I'm not busy. So I've noticed it's good to keep busy and focus on what God has right now because number one in Ephesians 2 10 God is all about preparation this is my first point is preparation he's already prepared stuff not just like he is in you're in preparation it's like no he he says we are his workmanship in Christ we are created for good works that God prepared ahead of time so they are ahead prepared pre-prepared however you want to say that you know how like you say pre-blessing the food at chick-fil-a like people praying over the food anyway (laughs) if you don't know what I'm talking about never mind but it's just the idea of God has already prepared things for you to do there are things in front of you There are people in front of you to love. There are opportunities that are going to be brought up as you serve and love others. I have shared this with the kids that I work with at my school. That if you only are looking out for your own back, you only got one person looking out for you. But if you're looking out for everyone else's back in the classroom, you got 15 people looking out for you. And that's a lot of people looking out for you. So kind of similarly, it's like god wants our focus to be on others and this is something that really helps in the waiting because we can be praying for others he says when you be praying in hebrews 10 24 he talks about stirring up others to love and to do good works so we want to focus on how can we do that who are the people he's calling you to do that are you are you focused on that or are you only focused on yourself and what you want or what you wish you had? Because if you're serving others, man, there's so many things to praise God about in the same and serving others is one thing also blessing him, guys. This is like for real. Blessing him and thanking him, counting by counting your blessings, okay? So just like even like just down to the basics literally we are so blessed to have food a house a car clothing and just everything at our fingertips around the corner we you know even if you live in the country you probably live 20 to 30 minutes away from a grocery store and the fact that you could go to a place where they sell so much stuff like we live in such an amazing place that is full of resources that God has given us. So don't take that for granted. It's a little bit of a tangent there, but we're going to continue on. So he prepared good works ahead of time. Do not take that for granted. Ask him. If you're not sure what you're, you know, needing to be do doing right now, like don't overthink it. Just pray and and look at what God has already given you and ask him, you know, still in his presence, knowing he is God. You are not God. You don't have to figure out and decide what you should be doing, because that can get really overwhelming. You ask God, hey God, what would you like me to be doing right now? Open the door, please. And he will absolutely do that. He's faithful to provide ways to serve and to love him and stuff like that. And then secondly, Protection. This is something literally I have so much, like, it's gone over my head. <laughs> I haven't noticed it. I haven't really paid attention. But God has been in the business of, like, just constantly protecting me. Specifically, like, the thing that I'm really struggling with waiting for is a future husband, right? I'm just being real. And a lot of y'all know that about me. But truly, like, I want to wait for somebody I can team up with that really has the same heart for God, that is kingdom focused, and is mature in certain ways, and really my list is pretty short when it comes to that, but I'm just saying, that's a struggle that I have, right, but God has been protecting me, and, like, showing me, you know, about potential interests, right, that I've had in my life, and the recent past, and, you know, I like just the different ways he's protecting me and like protected and protecting like currently just you know there was somebody that I know people had wanted me to get to know some more and it's just really cool because like I see God's hand in protecting me from getting to know that person not because they're a bad person in any way shape or form they just have a focus that's different than mine, and God is so sweet in making sure that we are hidden sometimes, like, we're hidden from certain people, like, in certain evils that, like, we may not perceive ourselves, but He is faithful to protect us, and we just don't always realize what He's doing, and He's keeping us safe from, because we're so focused on what's going on around us that we like want to have happen or that we're trying to make happen. Sometimes we get manipulative and God's like, I got you. Don't, you know, stop trying to make this happen. There's, there's things, there's good right now in the right now. And, and don't miss out. Don't, don't be focusing on what you think you should have because you might just miss what, god has in the right now that just gets pushed forward you know and in psalm 3 3 it says but you alone O lord are a shield about me my glory and the lifter of my head so if you're being discouraged you can easily i mean i'm testifying here like i got really discouraged when I was waiting on a person in my past, and, you know, they just didn't notice me, and I was like, wow, like, I feel like I've been in their vicinity, and all of this stuff, and I don't know why, like, they seem really nice, but then the Lord revealed to me some things, like, that they're just not in the same place they don't have the same heart for God and I'm not saying that to say I have like this amazing God I'm saying that to say you want to team with somebody that truly has the same focus that you have the same uh, goals in the sense of just like are they focused and there's only one goal is focusing on the kingdom your purpose knowing your identity and believing that God is good, and that He has your best in mind, and operating from our life is not our own. We were bought with a price god should have what he paid for and really focusing and realizing and remembering wow like remembering that he is the prize and guys if you have the prize and you know we will see the fullness of god in heaven but there are ways we see the fullness of him here and now and when you know if you know you know what i mean like if you've been in conversation with him and you're in relationship with him, and you're in his word, and he's speaking to you. Guys, he is speaking to you, even if you don't always hear a voice in your head. Like, he is showing you things, and you know, as you're in the word, he's going to reveal new truth to you that's gonna bless you and encourage your heart because he's just good like that. It's he can't be unfaithful to his character. Y'all, he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So let's not covet or get lustful about people or possessions or things that we think we should have when we already have the prize. Let this thing or this job, this person, this opportunity, a career, a, I don't know, future, whatever the thing may be, just let it be an addition. Don't make it an idol. Don't hold on to it. Don't focus on it. Our eyes are to be set on things above. Our minds are to be transformed by the renewal of our mind. We're to focus on love, on ways we can love other people and be serving. And not on ourselves I mean but I will say something else that's just as important because this is a relationship God understands we're butt dust and he understands like we have feelings feelings are not a bad thing but they're just not supposed to be the focus but I will say don't like hold them in and stuff them down just because you think you should because you think you should be in a certain like feel a certain way it's okay to have a little bit more immature feelings about something but maturity is not deciding to revolve your actions around your immature feelings you know what I'm saying or you know mature immature feelings just feelings let's just leave it at that like it's just not revolving your total decisions about it right But you need to be able to process that. I mean, even in Psalms, there is a spot where, I think it's David, was processing about his emotions. And he said... In Psalms 38 verse 9, he says, Lord, my every desire is in front of you. My sighing is not hidden from you. In 10, he says, my heart races, my strength leaves me, and even the light of my eyes has faded. Now, I will say, he has (laughs) been running away from an enemy, so he's a little bit in a very, um, you know, deathly, precarious situation, but sometimes our emotions can truly feel like we are, but sometimes it's because our perception is not focused on the right things, but even the verse of the day today was talking about something that really encouraged me to do with this entire podcast, and it's, um, the Lord is my shepherd, he's my rod and my staff, you rod and my staff, they comfort me, like, focusing on that, 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 he's a shepherd, and a shepherd doesn't beat the sheep with the rod, the rod is meant to guide, and it protects, and again, along with the protecting thing, that goes right along with that, if you think about that, and just, you know, that that was something I didn't know for a while, for some reason, I thought a rod was only for beating, like, and I'm like, but when I learned that he actually uses, a shepherd actually uses it to guide the sheep, and, and, and it's to make sure it's out of love, you know, it's not this ushy gooshy thing, it's a, wow, like, let's not go in the wrong direction here, y'all, because there are wolves over there, we don't want those wolves getting to you, I want to make sure that you are safe, and you know, as long as you're going where he's leading, you're gonna avoid so many, so much destruction, so much devastation, guys, I promise you, and I can only tell you that, Because the Lord has, like, really done that in my life, too. And I know it to be true. And, you know, you don't want to go through that stuff to know it to be true. You want to believe Him now and see the beauty and the fruit of now. But anyways, so, you know, we just want to be sure we're focusing on intimacy with God. That's the key for relief in this situation, too. And knowing He is constantly on the move. He is always working. And you can trust that He is bringing all things together for the good of those who love Him. And you're one of those people, if you belong to Christ, you have that heart for Him. He's given you the new heart that wants Him, and that's in Ezekiel. You can look in 11.19 and 36.26 to know that your heart is not deceitful. It wants that, okay? And the heart that's deceitful is... One that comes from before you're saved, but I will say, uh, sometimes we can think our emotions are our heart, and know that your emotions are part of your <laughs> physical body in a way, and you know that is something that will be redeemed. Like God will give us a new body. But anyway, so just something to keep in mind, and. Specifically for actions to do while we're in the waiting. Because waiting is active, and in the Bible it even talks about how it's its not a like... This thing that immediately comes to mind is like sitting in a waiting room, right? Like you're just sitting, you're not doing anything, you're trying to pass the time, but it's painful, or it's annoying, or it's just like, what am I doing, right? <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. Like it's not doesn't seem like a very cool or fun or interesting place to be. But in God's book, in the Bible, in the Word, y'all, waiting is active. I'm telling you, God's always waiting on us to spend time with us. And waiting for Him, like, He delights in us, guys. He delights in His children, okay? Think about a good example of a father in your life. Maybe it's not your father, maybe it is think about then your childhood or somebody else's childhood that you've observed and you're like wow like the dad is is waiting for the kid to throw the frisbee right oh my gosh like he's watching and he's smiling and he's like you're gonna throw it and he and then the kid throws it and he grabs it you know and he throws it back and they they're enjoying it you know and teaching the kid maybe how to throw the frisbee that takes some time too and so he you know a good father will take his time and enjoy that and you know maybe after they'll go get ice cream and they'll laugh and you know really it's about spending time with the father like spending time with him and if he's the prize let's learn about the prize okay let's focus on him study things about him count him as your prize even if your feelings tell you lies like oh i don't really know if god is the prize in my life i mean part of it could be you're idolizing something part of it could be you're trying to heal from something and you're really focused on that and you're getting confused with healing versus god being really truly like what you desire in your heart which he is if you are saved okay now know that count him as the prize and know that he has paid for you and your life is not your own so that's something that's been helping me is like knowing my life is not my own also and you know if I'm gonna give Jesus what he paid for I mean he's gonna have what he paid for but like you know what I'm saying if it's about our lip God is giving all the time to us and you know he's just so sweet that way and You know, I don't say this out of a works thing in, in the sense of legalism, but I say this out of a heart of, like, imagine your best, bestest friend, someone you really love is just giving all the time to you, like, every day, like, just coming up to you and, like, here's another gift, like, here's this for you, here's your favorite chocolate shake, here's your, uh, I don't know, here's your paycheck for the weeks (laughs) or like stipend if you're a teenager right and you're getting like I don't know maybe your parents are giving you money on the side just to help you um what's that called um an allowance that's what I was looking for (laughs) you know he's giving you these things like your dad, or somebody you love, or your friend, like, if they're giving you stuff all the time, like, imagine that, and times, like, every second of every day, like, God is constantly interceding for us, God is always thinking about us, his thoughts about us outnumber the grains of sand, he is working things, all things together, he works all things, that means everything that's going on for your good, okay, for those who love him, so, are we loving him? know are we you know what kind of response would that evoke this is just my my question for myself and for y'all it's like what kind of response does this revoke like does this invoke i mean does this invoke in you when you think about somebody is always giving to you and doesn't stop being, what do you want to do in return you know you want to thank them right you want to give back to them So I just challenge you to ask God, how can you give back to Him? Not in a sense of, oh, I should give back enough so that way it feels like I'm even with God. That's not at all what I'm talking about. And if you're getting that, I challenge you to ask God to help you to see it right. Because truly the heart of it is, what can we love God with in return? And really it's just... Or day-to-day, the relationship, that's what he wants. So I just want to end with 1 John 4, 16-18. Because this is the best part of this message today, guys. And it is, And we have come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and the one who remains in love remains in God. And God remains in him. In this, love is made complete with us so that we may have confidence in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so also are we in this world. There is no fear in love. Instead, perfect love drives out fear because fear involves punishment. So the one who fears is not complete in love. I will add verse 19 just because it's so good, y'all. <laughs> we love because he first loved us. Wow. If we have love, we have everything. We have God. Because God because love is God. God is love. Okay? So, we can't love apart from God. And perfect love casts out all fear. So why are we afraid of not getting something in our lives? Why are we afraid to wait? I will tell you why I'm afraid to wait. I believe at times that God is holding out on me. And that's a lie. Right? Because if I'm... But I have to read this, y'all. This is real for me. I'm being so honest with you guys here. I have to read this and know the truth. Because the truth will set me free, right? And I'm reading this right now. God is love. Perfect love casts out fear. So the one who fears is not complete in love. So in those moments that I'm choosing to fear... Be afraid of what I don't have what I wish I had because I think God is holding out on me or I'm not sure that a better person will come along when it comes to a husband that is out of not trusting God's perfect love God's character is faithful and if I am to have a husband in this life God is going to provide a good husband in his timing in his way When I am at the place in my life where God wants me to have a husband. I want God to be the one to bring him. And I don't want to be thinking that wow I need this in order to keep going. Right? That is out of an idolization. And later in 1 John actually chapter 5 verse 21 it says little children guard yourselves from idols so let's not idolize the thing that we are waiting and lastly i know i said first john is last but i'm going to give you one more actual the finale of the finale okay proverbs 3 if you're struggling with this let's meditate on this together trust in the lord with all your heart not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight with that i'm going to close us out in prayer thank you for listening thus far and just considering these things because god has a good plan for you and he sees you and he loves you and really know that really choose to to focus on that and think on things that are lovely, things that are above, okay, don't covet, get discouraged, because we can let the lift of our head lift our heads, okay, it's not all about us, it's not all about what we feel, guys, we have to focus on what's true, so, Lord Jesus, I just lift up this person listening in prayer and myself as well and future listeners um i pray that you would help us to focus on these truths god lead us in the way everlasting and god and not in our own what we think and our limited understanding god we put our trust in you god we put our trust in the one who gave his life for us, God. And you paid for our lives, so we're not our own. And God, would you give us the desires of our heart, God? We ask that boldly in your name. Because we trust that it's not just, and I'm not talking about what we feel or what we think. I'm talking about the desires that you have given to us, that you are will give and future dreams that you will give and dreams now god help us to be in the present god be in the moment and love the people that are here with us now god in jesus name amen thanks for listening you guys take care your love know you are royalty a daughter of the king a son of the king and if you don't know him Y'all, John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only and begotten son that whoever should believe in him should not perish but have eternal life. That's for you today. So receive that and trust him. And until next time, y'all, woot. See y'all later.